You're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast show brought to you by our friends at OGO. Hey, you're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast. Uh, today, we're at Fox Raceway in Pollock, California, and we just took delivery of our 2020 KTM 450 SXF test bike. Uh, I'm joined by senior test rider Pat Foster, who uh, put the bike through his paces today. So, uh, Pat, another good day of testing. Two days and two weeks. You know, a great day of testing. And uh, you know what? This was a this was a great test today. We're out at Fox Raceway. It's it's National Day, and it looks like there's a national going on. Everybody's going fast, and the tracks rip deep, and it's rough, and uh, big jumps, and a good good way uh, to test the bike. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, I guess for us it was interesting because we just got done with the Husqvarna, you know, the sister bike, and for the first time since, uh, you know, since those two brands have been associated with each other, uh, we learned last week with Andy Jefferson of Husqvarna that Husqvarna went a completely different direction with their suspension setup, Um, so there's actually something more different about the Husky versus the KTM this year. You know what? This is the biggest departure from the from the Husky and the KT. As far as the bikes feeling similar, this is the biggest departure in years. Yeah, ever I should say. Um, yeah, major major difference in the suspension. There all there always has been some subtle differences in the way that the motor works. The Husqvarna has typically been a little smoother, a little milder. I think they do that by design. I think that's the target that they're going for. And I think that they're continuing down that path with the suspension, going for a pleasure feel, where mm-hmm. KTM is more uh, like their like their motto, ready to, re- race. ready to race. Yeah, I think uh, I think some of the Husqvarna's power differences uh, you can attribute to the different subframe. You know, they've got the composite subframe in the airbox. I think, I mean, realistically, I think it doesn't breathe as well as the KTM setup. Um, but... You know, that being said, the both bikes come with the optional airbox cover this year that are uh, have the venting in it. I think just by looks, and you know, I'm not a uh, I'm not an engineer by any means who specializes in flow of things, but it seems like the Husky airbox cover would force a little bit more air into the airbox than the KTM's because of the louvers that it had and where they were placed. Versus the, the KTM just has you know the the waffle pattern. Yeah, it's it's a little interesting. the The KTM has always breathed a little better, both inhaling and exhaling. The airbox is a little bit better, and, and it doesn't quite have the same cone in the in the silencer. The KTM yeah. silencer seems to work uh, a little better than the Husqvarna. But yeah, the the louvers look like they're positioned kind of like a like a radiator shroud to suck air in. Mm-hmm. Where the KTM has big holes. There's ten big holes in that waffle pattern. But they don't look like they're real conducive to pulling the air into the box. So yeah, it'll be interesting to it'd be interesting to swap just the covers from side yeah, to side if you could. I don't know if I don't, I don't know if they're the same or fit. not. I think they, they fit differently, but uh, yeah. So uh, since we're on that subject, could you tell that the KTM airbox had vents? Like, was it snappier? Yes, yes. So so let me let me start at the beginning. Last year. Look, the, the KTM is an amazing bike. Mm-hmm. People love the KTM. It's been one of the most popular bikes for a lot of years, and for a, for a for a bunch of different reasons. 
Uh, it wasn't my favorite. It hasn't been my favorite. The biggest problem with the KTM for me is that the power's been too mellow. It's been too smooth. And the, the smooth revving nature of the bike makes takes the bike that's the lightest on the scale, makes it feel heavy on the track. Mm-hmm. And it's just not exciting. It's, it's super good at putting good power to the ground. It's well-connected. I want it to hit harder. I want it to feel lighter. I want it to feel more nimble. I want the power to zap more. And it's just really smooth and broad. And although it's smooth and broad, there's a ton of power there. I just, I just want to get there quicker. So what KTM has done this year, which is really, really cool, for the people that love the KTM, map one is the same, mm-hmm. smooth and broad. They put a 49-tooth sprocket on the back. That's to help people like me and you who are looking for more bottom end. Yeah. However... Hey, so speaking of which, yeah, did you see that guy on the Husqvarna post arguing with us? That, <laughs> bro, if you put a larger rear sprocket on it, it gives it less low end. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I, love the, I love the internet experts when they're wrong. Yep, they're wrong. But uh, So what's cool about the 49 is people like you and I who are looking for more punch down low, we get it. People who are looking for smoother power, it's not going to cause a problem. It's probably going to afford you the opportunity to carry third gear when you would be in second or carry second when you would be in first, just make things a little bit easier. But um, so for people like me who are looking for more punch, Mm. 49 tooth sprocket, open up the air box, more throttle response. Map 2 now has a lot more low end hit. It's got more... Uh, it gets to the mid-range quicker. Mid-range is strong, and it still has that great KTM top, KTM mm-hmm. top that we that we all love. And then uh, the last thing that they they offer is the uh, black throttle cam. Yeah. Comes, okay, okay. Okay. So let's now, so let's, now, spend let's spend talk some time about that, that for a sec. Okay. So four years now, KTM and Husky have taken our magazine test bikes and. Just right away installed the optional black quick throttle cam in it, okay? And for years, I was unaware of that. I didn't even know the bike came with an optional <laughs> one. Do you know that for many years, I didn't know that the bike came with a toolkit that had like a 13 millimeter wrench in it and stuff? I mean, because they never give them those. <laughs> like, they just give us the bikes. They don't give us the toolkit and the manual and all that. Sure. So last year... We're, uh, we're doing a, a test, and I think it was on a Husky, and, and Meatball from Husky goes, I'm complaining about the way the bike just comes on so violently. And and he goes, oh, maybe you would like the stock cam. And I'm all, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> the stock cam? So basically, you know, yeah, it's a stock choice or, or stock option to put this black cam, which is a quicker turn, which really makes the bike come on harder down low um but we were getting our bikes not as someone would get them off the dealership floor so i kind of was making a big stink about that with with david at ktm last year like why would you do that or like why would you put that on when you would hear you know our impressions was like yeah it comes on too hard sometimes so this year lo and behold they give us the bike with the standard gray cam in the bike and uh it's kind of funny but like you like the black one better so um you know you've liked it better all along well and that's that but that's what's that's what's cool about it we got like a a two minute change you like the gray one better it's easier for you to manage it gives you the opportunity to to roll it on smooth if you want or nail it hard if you want but you're not you're not 
relegated to the black one that comes on quick no matter what you do. Yeah. And so I'm looking for more bottom. I want it to hit hard. You, you're looking to to modulate your throttle a little mm-hmm. bit more um, how you want. It's cool that they offer that. Yeah, it's funny because with the black aggressive throttle cam in, I always felt like, man, like this thing can can get away from you, you know, if you're a little too hyper aggro. So I would always have to ride the bike in taller gear and kind of alter my riding style on the KTM and the Husky to be consciously more smooth. Uh, and then, but with the, with the gray throttle, you know, it's funny, I'm probably faster with the black cam installed because I'm really thinking about being a smooth, uh, have smooth throttle application and everything. And I could put the gray one in and I'm not scared of the bike and I ride it like a complete dick. Like I, I ride <laughs> normally, you know, like just, you know, chopping the throttle open and feathering the clutch and all that. So, I mean, realistically, I'm probably better with the black one, but I feel more comfortable and confident with the gray one in. Does that, I mean, does that make sense? Because it's less intimidating. No, it makes complete sense. And I think that a lot of people would feel the same way. I mean, the the, the gray one affords you the opportunity to give it as much throttle as you want. If you want to hit it hard, hit it hard. But if you're looking to roll it on smooth, you don't really have the opportunity to do that with the black one. Yeah. And you land a little hard and you whisk your throttle with the black one, that thing's getting away from you. Mm-hmm. And I could, I could see why people would think that would be a handful. Yeah. It, it happens fast. You know, it's funny. is the other day, uh, a few weeks ago, actually, I, I rolled up to Milestone and I had a bike in the back of the truck. And the KTM vans came rolling in and David jumps out and he was with like three other people from KTM. And David goes, hey, what are you doing? I go, I was just getting ready to ride. And he goes, leave that bike loaded up. Help us break in the bikes. And I'm all, oh, these are 2020s, yeah? <laughs> so, like, I got to ride the 2020 before the intro, actually. So, um, I remember, it's funny, I was riding it at, at Milestone, and I was thinking, man, they really slowed this thing down. It's sure tame. But then I'm like, oh, it's got the stock throttle cam in it, you know? But um, the bike is still, I mean... You know they haven't changed. Well, they changed the piston, I think, and they. Yep. David was saying that that would make it rev quicker, but I didn't notice that the bike rev quicker. Um, but, you know, it's still the same gnarly KTM 450 engine, a ton of power, and. Like I, I, I felt like the bike that I rode at Milestone was exactly the same as the Works Edition, that we got a couple weeks, or the Factory Edition. I'm sorry. Yep. You know, and uh, and uh, early in the year. Yeah, it, it, it feels very similar. It feels very similar. But so so we talked about a lot of different options just now, but think about this for a second. Think about a, a beginner guy or a vet novice guy that's looking for a smooth bike, smooth power. The the differences in just with this that this bike affords, you put the gray cam in. There's four different personalities here. Yeah. Put the put the gray throttle cam in, ride it in map one. Yeah, and uh, and um, I mean, you know, even even the you could even put the the airbox cover that doesn't breathe as well, and how yeah. smooth that would be, versus opening up the airbox, map two with that's so much more aggressive. The black throttle crank cam, you got the forty nine tooth sprocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there, that's a that's a big yeah, difference it, it, in, it, in versatility. It's crazy to think like think back to the two strokes two biddies that we used to ride, and like you know you just jet it and get it running good and that was it and that you was had it. to change parts if you want to right you know buy aftermarket parts if you want to change things and like 
this KTM, realistically now, like I am a math whiz here, so <laughs> there's eight different personalities there, right? Yeah. Because you've got map one, map two, traction control, the two different throttle cams, plus the two airbox lids. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope my math's right. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm terrible at math, to be honest. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, look at the versatility of that bike, right? Yeah. It's almost like how rad the Cowie is because there's so many positions to change it ergonomically, right? So there's a lot of choices with the KTM. So, like, I would say it's tunable to, like, to anyone's taste. Well, I've got a bunch of buddies that I ride with. And and they're just they're just out on the weekends having a good time. Sixty year old guys mm-hmm. just out cruising. Love their KTM's. We're out here at the track today. We went we went for a mountain bike ride this morning with Brock Tickle. Brock mm-hmm. Tickle's out here ripping right now. Yeah. On basically stock KTM. Yeah. So 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 from a sixty year old novice type rider to Brock Tickle, and mm-hmm. they're both happy with the same bike. That's amazing. Definitely. That's amazing. So, hey, let's take a quick break to uh, hear from our sponsors, but we'll be back with more uh, KTM 450 SXF talk. Hey, SWAT Moto listeners, this is Zach Osborne, rider for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna factory racing team. I love my FC 450 race bike, but I also love the FC 350. It has the handling of a 250 and the power of a 450, making it the perfect bike for both professional and amateur riders. Right now, Husqvarna Motorcycles is giving SWAT Moto listeners 1,500 reasons to get a brand new FC 350. Hurry into your local authorized Husqvarna Motorcycles dealer to find out more on the limited time offers available to get you on the track today. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the SWAT Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barsha, and myself, Adam Cientrillo, require the best performance which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com to see their complete line of high-performance goggles. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer, and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble, and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, All their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails. Or if you want to go a bit further, longer, and faster, they they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on. So... Head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. Hi, uh, I'm Mitch Payton from Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki team. And I uh, just want to give a shout-out to Throttle Syndicate. Um, it's a new name, but it's the same company that's been around for uh, 30 years. We've been with them since the very beginning in 1991 and they're a big part of why our bikes always look the way they do. We're really proud to have them involved, and hopefully they have a good year. Visit ThrottleSyndicate.com to view the full range of customizable graphic kits, gripper seat covers, sticker kits, and more. Use promo code SWATMOTOLIVE at checkout for a 20% discount off your order. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy's Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. 
Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota of Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Welcome back to the Swap Motor Live podcast. Uh, Don Mayette and Pat Foster here talking about the new 2020 KTM 450 SXF. So, so Pat, uh, what did you think about the suspension of the KTM versus the Husky we rode last week? So... For me, the Husky was was way too soft. And when we got there yesterday, when we got there last week, Andy told us, "Hey, yeah. look, you're probably not going to like this. Mm-hmm. We're going for comfort, we're going for feel, and we're going for our target market, which is, which is not you. And yeah. uh, and so you're probably not going to like it." And he was right. Mm-hmm. It was too soft. Hey, I, I can appreciate the work they put into it. It's got a great feel. The plushness was great. Everything that they were going for was there. Uh, I just need it stiffer. I think you need it stiffer. Yeah. Um, the KTM comes with a significantly stiffer setting. It's got stiffer springs. Um, I like it better. For me, I still need I still need to go stiffer. Mm-hmm. The KTM rear shock probably needs a stiffer spring for me, but this bike's much closer. Yeah. Um, for folks that are looking for a, a plush, smooth ride, I don't think this is too far off. Mm-hmm. I think you can get their stock, adjusting the air pressure, playing with the clickers a little bit, high speed. You know, we were just talking about the versatility of the motor. There's a ton of versatility in the suspension nowadays as yeah. well, um, especially with especially with air forks. Now, when when pretty much everybody had an air fork on, this KTM this was, was the best air fork. This was the best air fork. Now that the Japanese bikes have gone back to the springs, you know, I'm not as fond of this yeah. as as I was. It's it's still a little inconsistent. Sometimes it feels soft. Sometimes it feels spiky. However, with with the air component. A lot of versatility, and yeah. you can you can adjust it a lot. Definitely. So, uh, tell me if you agree with this. So, I, I spent a little time on that Husky, and <laughs> someone <laughs> commented on on our one of our posts or somewhere like, "Hey, I'm interested to see what Don thinks of the Husky because it sounds like it's targeted towards him." And I'm like, "Oh." the old slow vet <laughs> <laughs> that stings I mean, a little <laughs> I, I, I took it out and yeah it was it was too soft for me as well and it felt like it moved a little bit too much yeah yeah and because the husky was soft and moved so much it gave the bike a wallowy heavier feel for me right yep so the ktm because it's firmer stays up it feels lighter yep. i agree would I you agree. say that, that the ktm feels lighter as well absolutely Absolutely, and and we both know that on the scale it really doesn't change. But that's just one of those things where you're you're down in the stroke further, and now the bike's moving more, and so it's taking more input from the rider mm-hmm. to 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 move it around. You're getting just more wallow. It's down in the stroke, and it's just it just makes it feel a little heavier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. So, uh, um, <laughs> oh, did someone crash right there? Yeah, we're still we're still on the track. We're sitting in the truck watching. But uh, so when you were riding the bike around today, and I was shooting photos, 
you're like, hey, hey, Donnie, come over here and take a picture of me whipping it over this thing. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously you felt pretty tangy on the thing and feel comfortable with it in the air. Um, big jumps here at Fox Raceway. And, uh, you know, you were jumping like you are 20 years younger, I'd say. Hey, you know what? The, the KTM's confidence inspiring. Yeah. The bike feels great. And, um, you know, I, I said in the in the video, if you haven't if you haven't watched it yet, click on our click on our video, show me ride, and I'll I talk about the bike a little bit. This is absolutely the best KTM I've ever ridden. Mm. They took they've taken a lot of steps, it, without without alienating their core customers. They've taken a lot of steps to make this bike appeal to guys like you and I who are looking for more. Yeah. Last year, and and they delivered, like like I said, with the with the quick throttle cam, with the forty nine two sprocket, with the more aggressive map two, with the airbox opened up. This thing, this is the best KTM I've ever ridden, mm. and it hits harder, and it makes the bike feel lighter, and it just makes it. We've we've talked before about the slower revving nature of the of the motor not making this bike feel as agile on the track. Yeah. It feels a lot more agile. Yeah. It feels a lot more agile, a lot more flickable, more nimble, and uh, yeah, very comfortable on it. I'm feeling, okay. I'm feeling good about it. Okay, let's see right now if we're as in tune as we always are, okay? Okay. On the count of three, <laughs> we'll both blurt out the one thing that they could change to make this bike way, way better, okay? Yep. So one, two, three. Handlebar. Handlebars. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> hey, that's the only thing that I don't like about this bike. These bars are just too rigid. Yeah, and they're they're a strange bend, I think. So. It, it's 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 not a comfortable bend for me. It's low and it's got a weird sweep, and they're just rigid and uh, a lot of feedback that I don't think is necessary. Yeah, I mean the the you know I know when we do the shootouts when we ride the bikes back to back. I always come off and I think, ah, oh, dude, the husky forks are way better, <laughs> you know, because they 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 absorb some of the the dampening, the track feedback. Yeah, and they just. To me, they just feel better everywhere, like cornering, landing from a jump, you know, steering into a corner, yep. especially. Yeah. Uh, I just think that the KTM bars feel super rigid, and they're a strange bend, and I, I feel like they're wider. Yeah, they feel they feel wide and swept and low, and it just puts you in a, in a kind of an awkward riding position, and it gives you a ton of feedback. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just the one place where they've missed. Yeah. Maybe there's like a long-term contract with necking or something yeah i don't i don't know it's just it's just i don't know it, that's an easy fix but it's one that would be simple to address and i yeah. think it would make a huge difference you know it's funny because i i love the odi grips on the bike right mm -hmm. i mean they, they they outfit the bike with grips that i love anyway right so when we were loading up this morning i have a set of odi bars flight handlebars and i was like thinking about bringing them and just having them put it on yeah. halfway through just to see how much better the bike felt with a different bar that was less rigid right so i think yeah. i'm going to do that at the 250 intro that'd be a great test yeah that would be a great test and I, I i think it'd make a huge difference definitely i think we should we should make david try it too <laughs> send him back to ktm and say hey listen here's what we need to do <laughs> yeah so uh what else would you change like if you if the big mammoth motocross wasn't last weekend if it was yep. this weekend coming up like and I sent you home with this. What would you do to this uh, if you had the means to? So I, I would stiffen up the suspension a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would need more things like coming down the downhill in those gnarly braking bumps at the bottom. This thing would be down in the bottom of the stroke, and it would be too too spiky for me. Yeah. So I need something to hold it up 
in the stroke a little better. Definitely a spring on the rear, uh, some work on the forks. I don't know if it's air. Or what, I don't know what the answer is exactly on this air fork. Um, I'd change the bars and I'd ride this bike. Yeah. I, that's, that's what I do. I just stiffen the suspension for me. I'd put a bend on that I like a little better with a, with a little different flex on the handlebars and I'd ride it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's ready to race is a, is a great motto and it's close. Yeah. It's close for me. What would you do? Change the bars. Mm-hmm. I would change the seat cover. I don't like that seat cover. Not that mm-hmm. it's, it feels bad or anything. I just, it's got those like traction ribs on it that don't offer any additional traction. I just, I don't, I, don't, I guess that, you know, <laughs> fashion fickle guy. I just think that that seat cover looks lame. I don't know. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, for the most part, it's ready to ride. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's, I, I think their, I think their motto is close. What about a pipe? Do you think you would put a pipe on this bike if you were to spend a lot of time on it? You know, honestly, I don't think I would. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I would. If there, if there was something that offered a little bit more quickness down low, a little more throttle response. Yeah. Maybe so. But I, I don't know. These, these stock exhausts are great. Yeah. I, I think, uh, it, I think in the past I've ridden an FMF exhaust that freed up the engine a little bit and like made it rev a little up and down a little bit quicker. Yep. And I like that because it makes the bike feel lighter. Like to me, this bike still feels a little bit chuggy, mm-hmm. like a lot of uh, engine friction. Yep. Which, uh, you know, I mean, who knows? Like you look at a dyno track, it might rev up and down just as fast as all the other bikes. But to me, it feels like the KTM still revs up and down a little bit slower. Um, like we talked about in the Husky thing, I loved the mapping in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, they changed it in 18, and, and I wasn't pumped on it. But uh, they've made other changes this year besides the mapping to make it rev quicker. But, but yeah, so I mean, I think aftermarket exhaust might decrease that sensation a little bit so i'd definitely like to try that in the future i'd, I'd like to try that too if it if it frees it up i i would i would like that that would be a benefit to me mm-hmm. for sure so uh man uh first impressions of this bike two thumbs up from both of us yeah, absolutely like i said best best ktm i've ridden uh you know we didn't touch on it but hydraulic clutch always mm-hmm. great brakes are great we, we we touched on it briefly for a minute, but the traction control is cool. Yeah. There's just a ton of ton of cool things on this bike. The ODI grips that you were just talking about, the lock-on grips, yeah. just a lot of nice touches um, that make this bike ready to go. Hey, you know, uh, let's back up a little bit. Yeah. It seems like the traction control thing is a love it or hate it. Like, people love it or the guys are like, dude, that's a gimmick. I don't like it. Yep. Like Rich yep. Taylor hates the traction control he thinks Does he really? it's worthless yeah yeah Dahmer who rides the ktm quite a bit rode the ktm quite a bit in uh in 19 loves it like he just thinks it's like cheating right well gosh i'm surprised that rich hates it but i get it you know what i mean rich you and i and rich grew up when that's throttle control was not turning your wrist so hard yeah you know it was you you were the throttle control um traction control i get that um, I was kind of surprised when we did our addition shootout and Brock Tickle goes, hey, I ride in map two with traction control on all the time. Yeah. I went, wow, that's that's kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. He kind of opened my eyes to, to experiment with it a little more. But here's the cool thing about it. If you like it, it's there. If you don't, don't hit the button. Yeah. Don't hit the button. 
It's cool, right? Definitely. That's, that's, it, that's you know what's cool about it too is you could turn it on and off mid lap. Yeah, you that's know, awesome. Reach over and do that. You don't have to stop. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Right on. Well, hey man, uh, I know you got a long drive back up to Bishop, so we'll wrap this podcast up. But uh, as always, fun testing with you and uh, KTM guys. Great job on the bike. We're both uh, quite impressed with it, and uh, still can't believe it's june and we have the new bikes but uh it's going to be a while i assume before we have our shootout because we haven't heard a thing from honda (laughs) yamaha or suzuki so uh yeah uh they might have to rebuild this thing by the time shootouts come because we're going to wear it out we're going to spend some time on it yeah that's cool we're gonna have a great time we're gonna take the husky out take the ktm out do some back to back it'll be it'll be fun nice wait uh guys thanks for listening and uh if you haven't already, please check out SwapMotoLive.com and uh, add it to your internet browser bookmarks. Talk to you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to the SwapMoto Live podcast show presented by Ogio and hosted by my dad, Don Mera. Thanks for listening.